Hello and welcome to Video City, where there's no membership required. And leave us alone, Mel Brooks. I'm Brent. I'm Joe. And I'm Travis. And today, <sighs> what a treat. We have Robin Hood, Men in Tights, directed yeah, yeah. by Mel Brooks, 1993. Travis, why did you do this to us? Well, unlike you two, uh, I, I very fondly remember this movie and... Uh, this will not be my first rewatch. Uh, not since it came out. I rewatched this movie several times. Is this on like the regular rotation? I enjoy the living hell out of this movie. Okay. Um, Someone has to. Yeah, right. Somebody's got to like it. <laughs> and we found the guy. We well, found the guy. one guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it was funny because I was reading about when it came out, it, it did not do great in box office. Right. But once it went to home video, that's where it found. He said, This is either the, it's either the first or second most selling movie that he's ever put out really yep huh that's sad i have yeah that's i don't like how that makes me feel (laughs) about the world um so i have a when you recommended this uh i have a memory i did see this in theaters uh partially i did not see the whole thing Uh, and i've never watched it since because this was a family trip to the movies um i think my dad was like a big you know blazing saddles fan i we loved space balls like our whole family my brother was a big uh, star wars guy so we loved watching that uh we went to the theater i don't remember exactly how long we made it in but it is one of the few movies my entire family were like we're fuck, we're leaving we're out and i don't remember being upset about that as like a nine like, you know what okay fair you know kind of fucking stinks um yeah, so that's my memory. Joe, do you have any memories of Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yes, I loved it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. We got this. Uh, so we had basic cable. We had a free weekend of HBO. We saw this was on, so we copied it. Mm-hmm. And we watched it a lot when I was like 10, 11. Mm-hmm. And you liked it? Yeah. Okay. As a kid, this was funny. Uh, yeah, I... Maybe it was just like, who knows? Like, given my family, maybe my mom and dad were fighting. Like, who knows what the fuck was going on with my family at that point? The fact that I still watch it now just proves the fact that I have dumb, dumb kid brain. Actually, yes. Well, we know that. That's (laughs) established. Uh, But we, I guess given the time of this, looking at it, it was 93. This was actually post-divorce. So maybe it was like... Maybe I only went with my mom, and that would make way more sense if she was like... That that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that would be fair. Okay, so... Where do you put this on the Mel Brooks pantheon? Second to last. Yeah, I mean, same. Dr- and then worse is Dracula Dead and Loving It? Of course. Okay. It, this, is, it, this is easily top two for me. Top two? Yeah, I top love this two? movie. I still love so this wait, movie. What's the other? Yeah, what's, what else is your top two? Uh, I, I, bought, I always enjoy... Well, it's, okay, we'll go top three, because to me, top three are going to be Spaceballs, Blazing, Blazing Saddles, and this. Okay. It's all of... If you replace this with High Anxiety, I got you. I, yeah, I think that's kind of... Young Frankenstein is also really my good. My parents, or my dad and my brother, they killed me on that one. They so would watch it, it every time it was on. Ah, uh, okay. And so they'd yell the putting on the Ritz... And I just wanted to die. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's got the it's got the smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas problem of just being overdone for yeah, you. Yeah, it's just everywhere you go. Yeah, it was everywhere in Young Joe's life. Okay. It's also one of the greatest songs of all time. It is. I mean, objectively. Which also goes because it's always fun because he's... Rob Thomas and Matchbox great. 20, they're from 
Philly or Pennsylvania somewhere over there. Sure. So I can only imagine them having that Philly accent where they're like, oh, yeah, smooth as hell. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, baby, it's so smooth. It's you so dirt. smooth. So anytime I think about... You're so smooth. Anytime it's the ongoing joke in the house of something smooth, they go, oh, yeah, like Carlos <laughs> Santana and Rob Thomas. You sound fucking Australian. Yeah, I'm Crocky, to, Rob Thomas, trying Santana. To do laughing. Doing that Pennsylvania voice. Yeah. I like to turn this things. on when I have six, <laughs> you know? You New Zealand now? I, I, I fucking skip. What's the difference? What and now I've made a new group, Matt, which is Australian. <laughs> which is Oceana. <laughs> the Tasmanians are fine. Anyway, all right. Um... Yeah, so you remember that. So, I mean, decent memories. I'm the only one that seems to have a pretty bad one. Plus, in my house, we love Princess Bride. Yeah. So, when we saw that Carrie Elwes pronounced Elwes. Is that actually? It's Yules, right? No, it's Elwes. It's Carrie Elwes? I looked it up. He gave an explanation. It's Elvis with a W instead of a V. Oh, okay, Elvis. Because yep. I said Yules, too. That's yeah, I thought I saw it was you. I mean, because that was the thing where I was like, I was going to have a whole... Thanks for ruining my bit that You're I was going to have. <laughs> where I was going to be like, Carrie Yules for some reason, even though the fucking L's in front of the W, but I guess it's just Elvis. It's just Elvis. Never Elvis. Elvis. Oh, I'm Elvis. Elvis Presley. <laughs> I'm Elvis Presley. Okay, I, all right. Moving the fuck on. So... To give a quick summary of this movie, it's fucking Robin Hood. Like, it, it is specifically Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which had come out, I think, in 1990. So this is a timely three years later after the source yeah, material. Yeah, they started filming two years after it came out. Awesome. I mean, really just on top of the pulse of society. Because, for correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think that Prince of Thieves stayed in the fucking popular zeitgeist for that long. No. You had the 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 Mike um the the song you know I would not for you oh yeah you know everything I, was, I do I do for you I was thinking of a different song by him yeah I was thinking of all for one all for love which that's was Michael a great Bolton song. oh no I'm thinking of someone else completely I'm no, I, I may be wrong I might who sang that song do you know nope. because it's oh yeah all for that love. song fucking rules that song whips <laughs> everything I do I do for you fucking rules too I think they're both Brian Adams Brian Adams. Not, I'm a fucking not idiot. The wrestler. Yes, not which. We, <laughs> how many times did you say? Oh his wait, name not last, Kona. Last so are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about Wrath? No, Kona Crush. <laughs> yeah, we already did this whole conversation off the mic. No one, no one listened to Free Jack. It's was. Did we do that on Free Jack? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no one watched it. We no had one to take breaks. To People Free saw Jack. like, oh, Free Jack. I'll wait a week. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Okay, well, circling it back to that, that's that's what we call a stitch back. Anyway. It's just the story of Robin Hood. So we have, you know, Robin of Loxley returns from prison uh, in, in Jerusalem fighting in the Crusades. He returns to merry old England. Uh, he, you know, runs up against the sheriff of Rottingham. <laughs> Get it? Because it's bad. Maid Marian, the Merry Men, the whole archery scene. You know, no, uh, no great. Um, oh, come, Joe, help me. Uh, Chuggalug. Roger Miller. Roger Miller. Yeah, unfortunately, no Roger Miller soundtrack in this version of Robin Hood, uh, which would have, I think oh, it would have improved don't, things. Don't get me started on the soundtrack. Okay, so I, I know this was one of your original complaints, especially opening credit, uh -huh. the opening song. Yeah. So anytime there's music in a Mel Brooks movie, uh -huh. he writes the lyrics. Yeah. Nobody else. It shows. Yeah. Yeah. So as bad as it was, it's as bad as it's ever been. Yeah. Sure. As bad as it ever was. <laughs> bad as it ever was. Bad as it ever was. 
This is not my beautiful Sherwood <laughs> for Okay, whatever. It fell apart. So, all right. Uh, directed by, like we said, Mel Brooks, who is a legend. I mean, let's be fair here. Has made some all-time classic comedy movies. Uh, this is not one of them. Uh, starring <laughs> Carrie Elwes. Um, and also, I mean, I would guess he's kind of the main, you know, he's obviously the main star as Robin Hood, but we also have like a, a decent little cast of characters. We have Richard Lewis as, uh, as Prince John, uh, Amy Yazbeck as Lady Marion, Roger Reese as the Sheriff of Rottingham, Dave Chappelle, pre-Chappelle show, pre-Half-Baked, pre-whatever the fuck is going on with that dude now in his movie debut. So, and Marla Hooch. Marla Hooch. As Broomhilda. Tracy Ullman, fantastic. Yeah, as Latrine. We have Dom DeLuise in a fucking so great... So good. In one of the few scenes where I'm like, all right, just let him do the fucking Brando, you know, Godfather shit. He does all shit. the Brando. Fantastic, which we'll <laughs> circle back to that as we well. Will. But, I mean, that's the movie. It's just, it's Mel Brooks comedy. I, my question here, before we really get into it, is like, why is this movie not as good as Spaceballs or... Blazing Saddles or High Anxiety when it's the same. I mean, it's a Mel Brooks movie through and through. You know in five seconds what you're getting. But it's missing the cast. Yeah. It's missing the budget. Yeah. And it's missing the timing. Yeah. The timing is just really... It doesn't let anything sink in. It's a machine gun of puns. And sometimes like machine gun comedy is really, really good, but it needs to kind of build on itself and kind of up the joke that happened before. And it's never that. It's just here's a pun. Here's a sight gag. Here's a fart joke. Yep. You know, some questionable other jokes that we'll get to. So uh, we, we still live in a world where this existed. So nothing bad, too bad happened afterwards. But Joe, tell us what was going on at the time of the release of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Well, the number one movie in the world is a buddy cop action thriller, Rising Sun, starring Sean Connery, Wesley Snipes, Tia Carrera, and how the hell have I never seen this movie? I don't even know what you're talking about. This sounds about. so good. <laughs> Tia Carrera? Yeah, remember yeah, her? from Wayne's World. Yeah. Yeah. She's fucking and awesome. I want to see Sean Connery Cassandra. with Wesley Snipes. And her name was Cassandra. And Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Playing off Sean Connery. Yep. That's fucking... What like, is this called? It's called... Rising, Rising Sun. Sun. Is Rising it based in Japan? Sun. It better be. Mm-hmm. And we're going to watch this at some yeah, point. Yeah, though. okay. Yeah. So we found... Okay, great. Uh, and the number one song really fucking stinks. Okay. It's UB40's cover of Can't Help Falling in Love. Oh. Yeah. I only remember Red, 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 Red. Remember Wine, that really? nice Elvis song, Can't Help Falling in Love? Imagine uh, if it was okay. bad reggae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Okay. That's on, on the, the pop charts? alternative chart, yeah. we have Break It Down Again by Tears for Fears. Which is not a song I've ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> and they are not a band I would associate with A, the 90s. Yeah. And B, the alternative charts. Break now, it Tears down. Tears for Fears fucking rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a very specific place in time. Yes. That, yeah, break it down again. Break it down again by Tears for Fears. I guess everyone dabbled a little in the 90s. Yeah. That's interesting. It's crazy that you're like, here's, like, this feels like an alternate fucking reality. Where, like, here's a movie you've never heard of with Sean Connery, Wesley Snipes, and Tia Carrera, and. The alternative track of Tears for Fears. But on TV tonight, on mm-hmm. ABC, it's Wednesday, and it's the premiere episode of Delta, starring Delta Burke. <laughs> and this one, 
Delta hijacks Thelma and Levon's trip to a hairdresser's convention and detours them to Patsy Cline's grave. This show was supposed to help restart Delta Burke's career following her dismissal from designing women. Okay. Yeah, I remember designing it, women. It didn't do that. I don't think so, because I've never heard of it. Now, July 5th, Icelandic musician Bjork okay, now releases her first solo album debut. Oh, fantastic. Now we're cooking. And on July 19th, President Clinton fires FBI Director William Sessions, known for being FBI Director over Ruby Ridge and the assault on the Branch Davidian compound outside Waco, Texas, as well as being the name under Winners Don't Do Drugs message on arcade games released 89 to 93. Wow. His real legacy. That's that's the real shit. Yeah, Um, I mean, Ruby Ridge and Waco didn't have any real long-lasting effects on the American uh, body politic or our psyche. So... buildings in oklahoma city there's that i mean they're all fine nothing bad ever came of that so we'll just move on all right it's july 12th <laughs> it was really just how how much of a fucking diversion do you want to make me talking about that shit so just to reach really far here mm-hmm. to find a jordan fact uh-huh on july 12th michael jordan is f- oh all right let me get my head around this one because it is stupid okay he is photographed in a Chicago White Sox uniform alongside Tom Selleck during the festivities <laughs> leading to the July 13th All-Star Game. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah. I love our Jordan facts. They're hard to find sometimes. What are we going to do when we get into like the 2000s and it's like just post-Jordan's career? I'll find out what he was doing. We'll get there. We'll get- <laughs> I like Michael Jordan with- today mowed the lawn. <laughs> Ate a big old bowl of Crispix. <laughs> I like that he's with Tom Selleck. Yeah. Tom Selleck's got some... Some bangers that we'll have to dig into. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's got a catalog that's rich. And on July 28th, Mariner Ken Griffey Jr., he is the third to hit home runs in eight straight games. Okay. okay. So he's the third player to ever hit eight, a home run in eight, eight games. Eight straight games, yes. Okay, cool, cool. Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah. I remember when he was like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, home run derby, all that good stuff. Yeah. The yeah. backwards hat. Yeah. He actually yeah. explained on a podcast why he always had the backwards, backwards hat, because he p- used to play with his dad when he first got in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey so, Sr.? Yeah, so they mm-hmm. always, he always wanted to wear his dad's hat on the field, uh-huh. but his dad had such a large head that the only way his dad's hat would fit was put it on backwards. Put on backwards. Like, it was never a conscious thing. He was like, I didn't do it to be cool. I just wanted to wear my dad's hat. Huh. I'm glad we have you here for sports facts. Yeah. Sports. That's heartwarming. All right. Well, let's get right to the fucking meat of this goddamn disaster uh like i said you know when it comes to this i don't think we're gonna take the the kind of the breakdown in terms of like a scene by scene kind of deal because again this is just the robin hood story i would assume that most people have at some point or another seen some sort of you know robin hood deal uh so we open 20 20th century fox did they ever formally change that to 21st century fox i have no idea i know they did it as a bit in futurama I think, or maybe that was 30th Century Fox. Anyway, we open with men shooting fiery arrows. This is a visual that is very much a callback to Prince, Prince of, Thieves. of Thieves. Yeah. So Robin Hood, men and tights, we open on what appears to be an attack on, uh, you know, a, a hamlet, a village, uh, and people are running about. We get the cast, the, the fire burns away to uh, every new cast member's name. Uh, and it goes on for what seems to be way too fucking long. One thing about these credits, since it's a Mel Brooks movie, I expected there to be some jokes. So when it said music by Hummy Man, <laughs> I thought that was a gag. It uh-huh. turns out, no. 
he is a real person and he's a composer and he scored a lot of comedies like adam's family values and sister act okay hummy man i'm sure it's pronounced not that like i'm the hummy man hummy man scuddy bop beep but um or he's like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. that's the hummy man Mm -hmm. okay okay uh so (laughs) we start it's a 90s mel brooks movie what could go wrong we do also get oh i forgot to mention this isaac hayes briefly in this movie oh yeah yeah what i choose dead yeah he's a sneeze a sneeze we'll get to that so the village is burning. A woman runs out. Oh, no. And it's, haha, get it. We know we're in a movie. This happens every time they shoot a Robin Hood movie. They've got to attack this village. And uh, they gave us our opening line, which is, leave, leave us, us alone, alone, Mel Brooks. And he should have. He should have left us all alone. <laughs> Sorry, But he Travis. didn't. And here we are. So after that, we cut to the actual opening narration. It is a hip hop group. Is this an actual group of guys or no. are these just actors? It's dancers and dancers. one guy. One guy. Is the one guy anyone noteworthy? No. Okay. Uh, so I want to stop right away because Travis, you I mentioned. I also want to stop yeah. right away. <laughs> 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 Fair. Travis, did you, ha- you want to talk about anything specific, Joe? No. No? Okay. You said that Mel Brooks writes the lyrics to every song in any of his. Sure movies or i'm guessing you know like producers i'm sure he wrote that too um so what was your point of saying that well okay because the conversation you and i had was like well you're like the chronic came out that year right well okay if it came out that year it's not in, it's not the accepted popular culture yet right it, sure it has become that so it's still new yeah hip-hop like rap yes. was still dangerous so still new. at this point yeah but also okay so we changed this from you know the older 80s style rap yeah. to what's new in the 90s. How are you going to go, hey, nani, nani, in a ho, ho, ho. That, that makes it way better. I know you could, <laughs> but they wouldn't make it silly. This I, movie's meant to be silly. I get it, but it's like, it's just bad. Oh, it's not good. It's just, I'm not saying it's good. My thing was, it's like, okay, if you have a, at, at this time, let me be clear, Mel Brooks is like 67 when this is made. He's like 98 now or some shit. He's like a thousand. He's <laughs> infinite years old. So it's like, he's already, this is Vince McMahon booking Raw in the fucking 2010s, okay? Sorry, I had to throw it in early. But I just said, look, if you're going to have an old Jewish guy write the fucking rap lyrics, like, get the Beastie Boys to fucking do this. But again, he has to write it. He's but they the can guy. perform it. It would be better, like, that was also their style, you know, the kind of, like, call and response. Yeah. Old hip-hop stuff. It just... This is by this far is just the cringe. second it's, worst again, rap that's ever been in a movie. Not good. Yeah. It's silly. Joe, you said that's my only defense. Second worst. Second worst. And the worst being? Lethal Weapon 1. Uh-huh. When Murtaugh invites... What the fuck is Mel Gibson's name? Uh, Anti-Semite Jones. So, all right, so when he invites Anti-Semite Jones to his house... Yeah. And his kids are all rapping... Mm-hmm. He takes a turn, and the lyrics are... And I quote, <laughs> I'm going to find me a fodger because my name is Roger and I need to be modgered and I see through the hodgered hootie hana hana. <laughs> I, you know, I appreciate his commitment to the rhyme scheme. I think that could have used like one or two. Pa- Did Mel used- Brooks also write that? <laughs> I think Mel Brooks knows words. That's true. He does. He knows them, and he knows that sometimes when you say one word instead of another word, that's comedy, baby. All right. So 
We get the intro just ba- basically giving us... It does go on quite long. Oh, yeah, it's way too much, but they do the, you know, they're spinning. We start the whole kind of deal here. The joke is of the movie that ain't it kind of gay that these dudes wear tights. Now, I want to be fucking real clear here. That's like a theater thing. First off, these are imaginary characters. We don't know they wore tights. They probably well, just wore like But if you leggings. look at all the, all the past, that was one of the, so one of the jokes that they make when they change this, uh, the, the line that's going to come up uh, where they take several digs at Kevin Costner, the, uh-huh. unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. Right. Well, when they went to different countries, they changed that line because not everybody had watched Prince of Thieves. Uh-huh. So in, I think it was like Hungry or something, they changed the line to, unlike other Robin Hood, I wear tights. Because if you look at all the classic versions uh-huh. of Robin Hood, they're all wearing tights, where Kevin Costner was like out in battle armor. You know, it was like, like, he had like a, tunics. He was like a D and, your classic D&D rogue. Right. Maybe some studded but, armor. You know, but, but all pictures fitting. of Robin Hood... Was Robin Hood in tights? Yeah, it's like the Errol Flynn tights. But like, okay, Errol Flynn wore tights, but that was like a theater thing. Like, I know they're tight fit, like they're tighter pantaloons, but I don't think they had, fu- they didn't have fucking like yeah, they weren't spandex. wearing green stockings. Yeah, <laughs> like back in the fucking whoopty fuck 1300s or whatever the fuck this shit uh, supposedly 12th happened. 12th century, which they show for ah. when they go foxing. That'd be so they, the, the 1100s. They send the 12th century fox. That's right. That makes a dolphin sound. Yeah. Which we'll get to. I mean, well, we actually, fuck it. We already did it. Whatever. Who cares about the jokes in this shit? We open, oh God, I keep pressing a button that makes the movie rewind and I don't want to live in this planet anymore. All right. We get past the dancing scene. We open. So the, we immediately start off with typical Mel Brooks being Mel Brooks. Uh-huh. We're in, what is it, Jerusalem here? Yes, Jerusalem. And the prison owner or guard's name is Falafel. Mm-hmm. Because he's, you know, he's from the home country, like around the Mediterranean. They like falafel. I fucking hate it here. Although, <laughs> interestingly, so I would actually need to know, is falafel just more of like a Mediterranean type food, right? And yeah. this is the Crusades. So at this point, was Jerusalem run by Muslims? Because this was during the Crusades. So the, the holy city is kind of always going back and forth between different things so is that why he's called is this a is this a jewish joke or a muslim joke i don't know i don't I would know. have to look at the i don't know if the... it was researched enough by the guys who were so you know here's the thing the now mel brooks had the final right on it but the way this script got created mm-hmm. was through a dentist uh uh-huh or, so a, a we dentist, won't we won't touch him no we, we're not gonna i'm not gonna say his name out loud because then we got to talk about another prominent 90s figure um but this dentist, his, his 12-year-old son saw Prince of Thieves and goes, hey, Dad, that would be a funny movie to parody. Okay. So his non-author screenwriting dad goes, I'm a, I'm a dentist in Hollywood. I know a guy. So he gets, And then they write this script, and then they go, and somehow it gets in front of Mel Brooks, and he sees it, and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to rewrite all this shit. I'll touch it up. Yeah. yeah. Redo it. Okay. But that's how this comes. This all stemmed from a little kid going, hey, that uh, Kevin Costner movie. That'd be... That'd be cool if you made it funny. So, so that kid ruined multiple lives. <laughs> right. So like, is this kid like a young Jeffrey Epstein? Like, who no, no, is no. this so fucking monster? it's not that kid. It's the... Uh... I will touch on it real quick. We won't okay. go into detail. Sure. And then we will move on. Okay. He was one of the first to take legal action accusing Michael Jackson. Oh! Which was happening at the same time as this movie was coming out. I know exactly who you're talking about, yeah. and we can move on from it. Okay. 
I think we actually, did we touch on that last? No, I think I told you about how I found that out. That's right. And we talked about whether or not we should deep dive. Yeah, we'll it. just fucking, yeah. we're going to move on. We just on. won't. So there is one, the one shot that I actually remember from this, because I, I think I remember a lot of like um, trailer segments, sure. you know, like oh, this was in the trailer or whatever. The one scene I do remember from however long we were in the theater was right in the very open when they walk over the grate and all the beggar the prisoners hands are coming up and then they all shoot the finger at the same time that's the one visual <laughs> that i had of this movie and that's probably the fifth sight gag in this movie at like two minutes in oh yeah absolutely so we get carrie elvis and l- he's really just doing wesley a lot yeah wesley a lot in this movie right He's he's always if you notice he's always making a silly face like you yeah. never see him with this, a blank face he's always got some goofy face on yeah, his yeah. voice is always Wesley and his face is always I don't want to be here he's I think he's trying his best and like I I love the Princess Bride I think he's fantastic in that and there are moments that I think he do, he works with the material here I mean he's it, usually kind of, the best part of every scene yeah yeah he and he has that kind of like cocksure kind of air about him like he's not necessarily a straight man but he's never like overly goofy in this movie yeah only occasionally yeah for like effect yeah but like his his character is mostly okay so uh talking about kings they do a king kong larry king haha we meet uh uh, a sneeze his son is achu gazuntite oh they use that multiple (sighs) they also they also do other other things with a chew, uh, with when they get to blinking the first time, right? Which we okay. I, I don't mean, know. I don't think there. I can say that. I mean, it's the joke in the movie, but I don't feel comfortable repeating. It's not bad, but blinking's like, hey, this is a chew, and he's like, a Jew. Oh, right. Here? Yeah, here. Yeah, that was pretty straightforward. I know it's not bad. Yeah, I'm not. We get Isaac Hayes uh, as a sneeze. We get a. The one funny, like, kind of visual thing is where they pull his tongue out. That was a little silly, and they do the big stretch. Oh, the big stretchy tongue. And he's going cross-eyed on it. I don't understand. Is the guy who is kind of showing them the prison kind of like a French maitre d' yeah. kind of thing? Yes. You know, it's like... Yeah, falafel. Is, 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 that's falafel? That's falafel. And he, so he's a guy named falafel, but he's kind of doing a French thing where he's like, and we have this lovely whatever kind of deal. I don't know what the fuck they're yeah, going Yeah, because he goes, if you need anything, just scream. And then a prisoner in the background screams, and he goes, coming. Yeah, that's right. And then they escape the prison. You see palm trees in the back, because, you know, mm-hmm. Jerusalem and palm trees. Yeah, right. Of course. Well, maybe. No, palm trees are... I've never been there. I, me neither, I, so I can't that's comment. That's true. Yeah. Um, we do see on this desert scene uh, jockeys who are riding atop of camels, uh, and that is the only way I'm going to describe this gag. So uh, sports as joke. to, yeah, sports. Joke. Sure. It's a, sp- wouldn't it be funny if it wasn't horses and they rode a different animal? And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, I, I've said Asnis and Achu come the fuck on. I did like Robin just running into the ocean. Uh, like he's just gonna swim all the way back to england but i almost wish he wouldn't have ever like jumped forward to swim i wish he would have just tread into the ocean and then you cut but that would have been funny that's the problem here (laughs) there's a few missed i think like the gag's there but like uh we do have pumps we have like pump sneakers uh shown uh now one thing i did like when he finally gets to england Mm -hmm. they have the hollywood sign on a random hill that just says england england for some reason, that tickled me. And that's okay. I don't I was, know why. I was like, 
Okay. So the other the other gag that's poking fun at Costner is when he starts kissing the sand. And mm-hmm. then he, he gets up and he's like, when Prince of Thieves, when Costner does the same thing, gets on land, he essentially like grabs wet sand and just like starts making out with yeah, it. Yeah, he's very like, oh, I love it. It's so then good. Then he says, my kingdom for a horse. Yeah. And a horse shows up with a guy on top of it, and that guy is Achu. This is where we get, you know, Dave Chappelle uh, comes in here. He's fine in yeah, the movie. He doesn't really do a lot. Yeah, it doesn't really. I mean, the material's not great, so I don't really necessarily blame him. He's but, there just to joke on and yeah. joke off. <laughs> was that? Joke off. Joke off. Uh, okay, just yeah. making sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he rinsed the horse. So, why, like, ahaha, rent a wreck. That's it's a, a relevant joke. Like, uh, what if you could rent horses? I like it's just okay. Well, sure. Rent a Rex, a rental car company. No, yeah, from forever ago. Yeah, I guess that's a joke. I get, yeah, that's why I'm like it's okay. Well, all right, we move on. Um, you know, I I did like the fact that when it cuts uh to Robin making his way back there, he's just already in full Robin Hood. Like he's he was in prisoner stuff, and now he already has the feathered cap. He's in the tights. He's in the whole gimmick. Well, no. yeah, he's in England. Yeah, he just, his power's restored. <laughs> he just fucking forms on you fully. That's just what people in England look like. Uh, Robin and Achu fight away some of the sheriff of Rottingham. Get it? Soldiers by doing mantis style. Sure. Do we know why uh, these gentlemen were, were The answer to that is Achu? no, no matter what you're talking about in this movie. Well, go ahead, though. No, because they don't really explain it. Like, they just, Dave Chappelle is just getting his ass whipped by, now, this is also 1992, mm-hmm. so I'm wondering, are we, are we shadowing other things? Oh, is it social commentary? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Maybe. no, it, it definitely is. Yeah? yeah does he make a gag about it? He does. Let me see if I made a note for it. Oh, he does, because he says, he literally says Rodney King. <sighs> okay. I mean, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's, he's making the joke. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, um, we didn't write any of these jokes. Yeah, yeah we're folks, just telling you the movie. We're just here folks. to talk about how they're not funny. Yeah, it's just, it's whatever. Uh, he shoots the six arrows. It was funny, kind of when they unfurled into the six. But like, then he shoots and it just pins the guy to the tree in like a Looney Tunes gag. I thought it would have been way funnier if like all six were just gone in this fucking dude's head and just popped it like a watermelon. Not this movie. My movie would be a little different. <laughs> I like those little. You know when a movie kind of gives you like just a little, just a little little pop of ultra violence and then just goes back to being silly? That guy just kind of pops me. But getting to another joke that pops me, uh, he finds Loxley Estate or whatever, and they just fucking move it away on horses. And now, this slides. part was a clever throwback to his landing in England. He says, my kingdom for a horse. A horse uh-huh. shows up. They take his kingdom. Uh, There's the clever. That is actually clever. Yeah. That's really good. I didn't even think about that. It's easy to miss in this movie. Does do they call that back, or did you just kind of catch the meaning? No, I of just that caught joke? them. I just caught it. Well, fuck. They never pointed out. Okay, which is the good way of humor, and sometimes a dumbass like me will miss it. But that's actually really funny. That was a do good you, one. Do you think they thought about that though, or because basically what's about to happen is he loses his kingdom, he loses his mom, he loses his dad, he loses his dog, no. he loses his cat, he yeah. loses his goldfish. That whole rundown was amazing. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> And also H and R Blockhead. Yeah, that was Man, pretty cheap. Come, Mel, like, could you not have passed it by like one or two more guys? You like, know, you could cut every three jokes out of this movie, and it'd yeah. be so much better. Yeah, yeah. Because we get the good My Kingdom for a Horse thing, but mm-hmm. then we have 
H&R Blockhead and the reveal of Blinken on the toilet. Right. Just, haha, ha, it's ha, a playboy, but he's, it's... He's pooping. He's pooping and, and assumedly jerking is gherkin. And it's like, ye oldie playboy. It, it actually says ye old playboy on it. I do like that it's like a weird imp- like It's yeah, like a he's impression he's thing. Be able it's to like feel braille it. <laughs> boobs. That's kind of a funny sight gag. But the whole getting up, oh, I was poop. Like, I'm so ashamed. I don't know. Some of the physical humor just doesn't do much for me here. Um, yeah, blinking. He's blind. Get it? Blinking. Get it? Cricket. All right. So, you know, again, so I Travis, said, what's been your funniest moment so far in the movie? I just, it's. I can't watch this movie and not have it be like little kid me mm-hmm. because when he run when Blinken leaves and misses the door, hits the statue, and he goes, "Robin, you lost your arms and more, but you grew some nice boobs." Yeah, that's silly. It's yeah. so silly. It's 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 silly for a child. Yeah, that's oh with yeah. Dumb dumb brain. That's what happens. <laughs> like it's yeah. I that got a grin out of me. Yeah, like not a laugh, got a grin. You know. Um, so my note here is that as Elvis is doing this, I said, it's like Brooks told him, Hey, remember how charming and dryly hilarious you were in princess bride? What if you do a similar character archetype, but don't do any of that shit? Like, that's just kind of how a lot of this feels. Although he is trying his best. He is like his facial acting. He is contorting. yeah. Yeah. Like it's never, there is never like, all muscles in his face are relaxed. Something is always kind of doing something. There was. So when he hands him the necklace here. Flops open. It flops open and you can see the key inside. Okay. For Which is a supposed to be a, second. a reveal much later mm-hmm. on. When it breaks. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it just pops open here and they left it in. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm always curious why they didn't just reshoot that. Like, or just cut it. Another you don't need or- to see him put the necklace on. That's true. There is another scene. I don't even remember it as we're doing this, but I kind of put like, did they leave that in on purpose? I remember what it is. We'll get to it. All right. So now as they're standing there, Achu brings the horse and we meet this child and it's just a really fucking, also very timely. Again, this was three years ago. Home Alone joke. The kid just runs up, grabs his face, does the Macaulay Culkin yell, except this kid's like much older than Macaulay Culkin was and in very Home Alone. Flaily. He's flaily and he's like kind of adnoidal in his voice. He's like, oh, like it's just like <laughs> Kevin McAllister just screamed and it was, he, that was, was the scream. thing about, huh? I said it was a good scream. It too. was a good scream, but it's also like, that was the iconic thing from Home Alone, but everyone just kind of made it like, that's the only thing. It's because he put fucking aftershave on. Like, it's always outside of it. Like, if you have never seen Home Alone, you think it's just Kevin McAllister running around fucking screaming the whole time. And it's, that's the only time that it ever happens. He's a pretty cool customer throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, he's like a little sociopath. He was cool in that scene, too. Slicked his hair back, shaved. Shaved, yeah. Made the mistake of aftershave, though. Yeah. And, uh, And now we finally meet the sheriff of... Roddingham. Get it? Got him. Got his ass. Fucking. They have a showdown. This is actually where I said that you kind of get that bit of Wesley where he kind of owns the sheriff and like does the flicks his sword out and cuts the thing so he flips under the horse. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's one of those shining moments where it just, Mm -hmm. it cuts through. Yeah. 
The rest of it, though, is, you know. Now I'm really pissed off. And he says, so after. You're not going to finish it? Yeah. He's like, if I was that close to a horse's underside, I'd be more worried about getting pissed on. It wasn't even that nice. He said horse's wiener. (laughs) He did say wiener. He does. Damn. Dave Chappelle does say the word wiener, which I think is the only time in that man's fucking life he's probably ever said that word. Now, someone's going to be like, no, actually, in Chappelle's show, he said it because it's very funny because it's a silly word. Anyway. A wiener's great. Um, Tag it. They, the group, you know, they, they uh, turn back the sheriff and his men, and Robin starts to give a speech about what he's here for, what his, you know, his kind of modus operandi is. And he says, you know, ro- you know basically, protect the people, blah, blah, blah. And the very end, he goes, affordable health care. He goes, like, affordable health care. For Saxons and... And he kind of trails off. It sounds like he's saying an actual word. I could not get it. Do you know? Did anyone catch it? I have no idea. Anyway, Comrade Robin. And Um, then, in case you didn't get the joke immediately the first time, the little kid goes, Oh, I have to be going home alone now. And then, once again... Screams. Screams and runs away. and runs. Because that's the only thing that ever happened in Home Alone. And now comes the best part of the movie. I think, oh, this song? No, just Amy Yazbek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Um, so I guess I completely forgot this was a quote-unquote musical. I think there's... It's like a Felix musical. Yeah. There's it's one a, or two songs. A romp, if you will. You know, a music... Uh, musical romp. adjacent. We have the camera break through the stained glass. Because it, it has been 15 minutes without a fourth wall break. Mm-hmm. So we got that. Uh, is, if this is actually her Yazbek's voice, it's pretty it, good. It's not. Okay, I would assume not. So, overdubbed, uh, but very good. Nice little song. And very earnest. Not even any, I don't think there's any jokes in this song. No, there's not. This one, this, yeah. yeah, this one, It's no. an earnest, like, love song. So, we get uh, Brunhilde. Marla Hooch. Marla Hooch. Doing Hooch. great work. We get Maid Marian standing out of the bath, and we Yippee! see the chastity, I mean, it's not just a belt, but it's like a chastity panty. Yeah, like. whole undergarment. And, okay. Why is it Everlast? Those are the boxing trunks. It was big in the early nineties. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know what Everlast is. That, but I'm like, but why? Maybe it's because I would think it would just be like, what's a popular? I lock? can't justify it. Yeah, it's just a weird. I don't know. I get it. I get boxing trunks or whatever. But like that, just in the name Everlast. Yeah, is it supposed to last for because it's that white rap dude. Because you don't know what it's like, or then you really might know what it's like. That song fucking sucks. That was Everlast, right? Yep. Okay. Everlast. Cool. Uh, so, you know, Maid Marian playing the typical Maid Marian, the pure virginal... Bubbly princess. Bubbly princess. Oh, one day I will meet true love and they will, you know, give me a good dick and down or whatever and blah, Very blah, blah. Very aloof. Yeah. Um, so then she kind of looks away. We cut and we get uh, our first scene featuring uh, Prince John, uh, played by Richard Lewis, who... It's fucking, I think, pretty great in and this movie. And almost died making this movie. What? Yeah, he got hepatitis A, had to go, had to be hospitalized. What the fuck? He was running a fever of like 106 at one point in this Holy movie. Holy shit. And it got to the point where Mel Brooks was like, how do we sneak him out of the hospital on a stretcher, on a gurney, get him back down to the set to do shoots, and then get him back to the hospital before anybody could find out? Oh, Mel. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think that happened. I think it was... He was like, we were trying to, you know, getting close to the end. Yeah. Just got to do some reshoots real quick, bud. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) Richard, it was not worth it, buddy. 
It was not worth it. Um, he's great in this. Uh, he really is. He, he's he's actually a lot of fun. Um, he he meets with the sheriff of uh, Rottingham. Get it? And uh, you know, it's the it's the cowardly Prince John. You know, uh, King Richard's off fighting the Crusades. He wants to take over the kingdom. You know, it, this is. It's, it's Robin Hood. Yeah, I mean, it's what, Robin you, Hood. What do you want it's from every you? Robin Hood? There's probably lots of like little jokes here and there. Uh, wordplay. I cannot count them all. Uh, Travis, do you have any particular memories of this scene between the sheriff and? Yeah, again, like I brought up uh, between us beforehand. I if it's something I've missed, and I don't know if if it's something I missed in Prince of Thieves, if Alan Rickman was just talking weird. Oh right. Why this guy always. Feet, mixes up his words. Yeah, they're always backwards out of order. Yeah, and he corrects himself and he gets flustered and it's like I guess he's just supposed to be like the doddering buffoon type character in a movie full of buffoons. Yep. But he just uh, has a real Yeah, I mean Alan pompous. Rickman never had a I don't but I don't know if in the movie. Like maybe right. And we also see this the start of the ongoing Prince John joke of the moving mole. That's true. The payoff to that one is so good. Popped the shit out of yep. me. We'll get there. I, I was. I love that. That was one of the good ones. So this is the first time Tracy Ullman pops up as uh, as Latrine. One thing I have to say: every set in this movie looks so cheap. Yeah, it's really. So Spaceballs was the movie before this, right? Yeah, that was the most recent. Like, like a, this was ninety three. I think that was like. While you talk, I will 89. confirm. So. That movie looked great. Like all the sets in that, you know, the whatever, whatever the Death Star equivalent is like, that was all really well done. Yeah, this is kind of your standard fantasy movie fare, but it does. You would look expect to see, cheap. yeah, it looks like it was the size of the room is five by five. Like, it, well, it looks like yeah. a theater set. And like sometimes the lighting is that way too, that I think it's like it's just very much like we, and maybe that's with the fourth wall jokes. We're on a set doing a thing. I don't know. Maybe it's intentional, but uh, Tracy Ullman just having a great fucking time here. He did do one between those. He did oh, okay. Life Stinks in 91. I have never seen Life Stinks. I've never seen it. Uh, never seen that one. So Latrine's whole purpose is she is a, you know, your, your stereotypical kind of uh, witch character, you know, a, a, a fantasy you know, medieval witch. She wants to fuck the sheriff. That's her thing. The, okay, so she makes a little potion kind of gimmick. For Prince John, she's adding, you know, eyes of Newt or whatever. The 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 payoff of that when she gives him the plate, and it's just yeah, she's like, "That's not a spell; it's your breakfast." It's it is just everything on the plate, like it's not mixed at all. It's just here's everything we already showed all this you shit with some googly eyes on top of eggs. <laughs> like, well, she does visual. make the comment. She's like, "If you want you, if you want me to tell your future, get a wish. I'm just your cook." And then yeah, it slides in the flop, plate. and it's just we see the egg. The fucking eyes. This visual did pop me. Um, I will say this movie is a little too slow. It is, it's about an hour 40. Oh, really? I think. Yeah. It's another one, like, cut a 15, 20 out of it. This could have been, this could have been like animated feature length, like 70 minutes, 80 minutes, not even an hour and a half, you know? Tighten it up. Because it takes a while to get to it, and there's not a lot of story. Like, look, the Robin Hood story... It doesn't story. take that long. You know how I know they could have tightened into that long? Because that's how long Disney's Robin Hood is. Like, it's an old 70-minute animated feature, you know? And that's all you need for this story. Yeah. She does have the cutout, like the cutout of the sheriff, which is very funny. 
And his face does change. Yeah, she goes and like out. rubs on it, then it cuts back, and it's sad. And he's a sad face. But we do yeah. find out about her name, which I thought was a good joke. It's a good one. Can which, you? Would you like to I say the joke to. on the movie? When Prince John goes, Latrine, that's an interesting name. And then he, she goes, yeah, we changed it. He goes, you changed it to Latrine? Yeah, it used to be shithouse. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. There's a, a guy I follow on Twitter. Uh, it, it's Ryan Lost, Lost in Texas. I know that's, I forget what is it. If his name's Ryan, he's very funny. Uh, he has like a thing where he tweets. He goes, a guy goes into the judge and he goes, sir, I want to, uh, my name is uh, Bob Penis. And I want to change my name. And it's like, well, of course. What would you like to change it to? He's like, Mark Penis. <laughs> it's like, of course, that's a preposterous name. What would you like to change it to? Mark Penis. Anyway, or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, we cut back. A lot of sight gags with the cutout of the, uh, of the sheriff. Oh, and now we're to the stupid bridge. Yeah, I did enjoy Dave Chappelle. Uh, we're at the, you know, this is the iconic Robin Hood story when he first meets little John. Little John is kind of, you know, doing a toll on a bridge robin Hood challenges him to a friendly spar uh to cross the bridge and then he eventually joins the merry men this is a like tiny creek uh, i live in houston this is what the creeks look like in my neighborhood that's in like the in the summertime. heart of the city in the summer there's you know no water dave Chappelle does lampshade this by kind of like going out and being like why don't you just simply walk over here you don't I'm need to use side. the bridge i'm on the west side yeah yeah. Yep. So the fight happens. I, I I think Carrie Elwes much must really love doing sword fight choreography. They did a bunch of uh, tr- sword fight training for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I would assume he so also did actually, it for Princess Bride. The the guy who did all the the combat fighting, all the sword fighting, is actually who turned out to be who they hired to be Little John. Oh, really? Yeah. And huh? Because that's interesting. Because I looked, and out of all the people, he had like no. Yep, he was just, he was the, the combat coordinator. He was the guy teaching them how to sword fight, how to bow Wait, fight. Wait, which one was? Little John. The guy on the bridge? Yeah. The one from Home Improvement? Yeah. Oh. He was in Home Improvement? Yeah, he yeah. was one of the, uh, the construction guys. That the ones that played music? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. he was in a Disney show I forgot the name of. But, as uh-huh. you guys would probably have preferred <laughs> can you, it. Let me hear your t- can we all do the Tim Allen noise? <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. That's okay. good. Okay. Ba-dum-bum. Uh, so why was this guy hired? Did they have anyone else in mind to play Little John? They did, who chose uh, to go a different direction and star in his own movie, uh, Mr. Nanny. Ah, one Miss Hulk. Terry Bollea. Brother Jack. Brother Jack dude. Not brother friend. No, not brother friend, brother Jack. That might have been weird if Little John had... Listen here, brother. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't have put over Wesley. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're trying to roll, Robin Hood, trying to roll me up, dude. Not gonna work for me, brother. No Robin Hood push, dude. Hogan does not job on his own bridge. No, no. This is his territory, dude. Anyway, all right, we move on. We, we move, move on we, from we, hating we Hulk Hogan. The next Merryman, which I thought was, I thought the name was good for the next guy. Oh, um, Will Scarlet. Will Scarlet. Oh, We're from Georgia. <sighs> It's a Gone with the Wind joke. Yeah, timely. Yeah. That's actually, but, that is classic Brooks. You know who that dude really is? Uh, the guy who played Will Scarlet? Yeah. No. The voice of Alan Wake. Really? Yep. Huh. And I love Alan Wake. I've never played either game, but I hear they're good. They're so fun. Yeah, I need to. They're like a detective kind of game thing, right? You do some investigation. 
It's I'm totally wrong. You're totally wrong. Yeah, cool. I All mean, right. at the heart of it, it's an investigation, but really it's more <laughs> fighting monsters with flashlights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's, it's a horror-ish. Yeah, it's more survival you. horror, but... Okay, okay. Fun. All right. Yeah, I uh, did... I didn't care for the O'Hara thing, but I get it. Like, that's a very classic kind of deal. Um, I don't remember if it's this fight, but at some point, someone tries to jump, and I, we definitely got the line from the trailers... Where Dave Chappelle goes, man, white that's men right can't jump. Yep. And that's one of the ones I'm like, that was absolutely in the trailer for this movie. Because I, I know I heard that like a thousand times. And that movie came out a whole year before this movie. White so it was technically still a timely reference. I'd say that's timely. Yeah. It feels horribly dated now. <laughs> right. Well, they just remade that movie. They did. They yeah. did. White men can't jump. Mm-hmm. Like was it this good? year. Is Rosie Perez in it? no then they fucked up of course they did if you can't have someone go words that start with the letter q if i don't want to see that goddamn movie if they're rebooting harrelson why didn't they do money train money train was awesome rebooting what harrelson movies oh what harrelson movies yeah what's he up to he was on uh zombie land two yeah he was, he was true detective he was supposed to be well he may be in venom two that comes out next year because he was in the end credit scene. I never of, saw Venom 1. On Venom 1, he plays... Uh, the end of Venom 1, Eddie Brock goes to interview a psychopathic killer. Uh-huh. Who has... Oh, it's it's Carnage. Hair. Yeah, it's Carnage. Yeah. So at the end, so... But that is Woody Harrelson playing... Could be playing Carnage. I don't know who's starring in Venom 2. I like the voice of Carnage or something? Or was he in... He was the prisoner. He was the, he was the actual... The guy who then the symbiote uh, will bond with. Oh, because the prisoner is... You know, it's in the He's serial, serial killer, killer guy. Killer, and yeah. then the symbiote will go into the what other he guy. Said, the last thing he goes, yeah, when I get out of here. And I will get out of here. Oh, no. There will be Carnage. I just realized eventually we're going to watch Kingpin. Oh, no. Ooh. I did not care for that I was that like, movie. Travis probably liked Kingpin. Actually... I liked Kingpin. I think Kingpin's good. I think actually I hated it when I was younger because I didn't get a lot of the jokes because I was a dumb little idiot. And then I watched it later. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of funny. How do we get to, we get Quaid back again for a second time? Oh, no. We got a, there is, uh, so after this scene, I mean, we basically get the formation of the Merry Men. What's funny is that it's like if you're playing an RPG and it's like, welcome new characters and you're like you send them back to the hub and just keep going solo like that's what this whole thing is like the merry men are here do we get any scenes of them being the merry men together it's like nope no nope. robin's like gotta do this alone guys glad Walk i recruited home, you boy and he uh yeah he tries to jump on the horse falls off we get the white men can't jump line we cut to uh one the of castle. the jokes that popped me so hard yes. is him putting the club on the goddamn horse <laughs> the club on the horse <laughs> Is very funny. It's so good. It's so oversized. It's, it's just, ridiculous. It makes no sense. Uh, kind of like the actual club. Although I, I eventually figured out how the club worked, and for the longest time, I yeah, didn't. you couldn't turn it all the way. Couldn't turn it. A horse, horse. If you turn it that can far, just you're move. killing the horse. Yeah, <laughs> the horse can simply move. So we get to a feast scene. The mole on Prince John's face has moved down to his uh, the bottom of his uh, or top of his lip, left side of his face. Um, Robin Hood. Comes in here with a with a dead boar, throws it on the table, in a great little throwaway line read. Uh, Pr- Prince John goes trafe. So it's not kosher because it's pig. That was a good. That was some good <laughs> shit. Trafe. Um. So get that. Uh. Robin Hood challenges Prince John, or excuse me, the sheriff, to a duel. He grabs a fucking metal gauntlet. 
that is just laying on the table. Because, you know, and Prince John, or uh, the sheriff does the whole, like, sir, I challenge you to a duel. I takes demand off his satisfaction. Yeah. And then uh, he just picks up this enormous <laughs> gauntlet. <fucking> gauntlet. <laughs> just cracks it across his face. That was pretty good. This scene actually has a lot of, like, uh, I think some pretty good visual humor in it. Um, I least, think this movie's like a sandwich with like moldy bread. Yes. And I actually think I, I commented that to y'all. I was like, this movie gets better in the middle part. Yeah, which is weird. Weird for pacing issues. Like you think it's going to start hot, end hot, and the middle part is eh. This is like all the golds in like the middle third. Yeah. Uh, so they have the showdown. Um, the point that I was going to talk about when earlier you mentioned how the locket popped open and the, the key showed, and you're like, yeah. they should fucking keep that in. At one point, uh, one of the guards, they're like fighting and his little, the helmet that they're wearing is, should be a very heavy steel helmet that covers the whole head. It just pops off oh, and you see it kind of like. Also, when they're running in, one of their leg pieces falls off. Yeah. <laughs> <Just a laughs> shitty little, I didn't catch that. I want to see it. But like these shitty little costumes and they're like, fuck it. Yeah, Man, you know, Mel Brooks is like, I'm not doing another When take. all the full armor soldiers come in in a row, uh-huh. one of their leg pieces just flops off. The, are you talking about the ones where like, the, kind of like the the demon souls ass helmets or pointy face helmets. Yeah, when he yells guards then like the yeah, yeah, doors yeah. open they all file in yeah, 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 before yeah. they do the dominoes gag yeah. that's right um i think uh, uh, that that right there is gonna rope. trigger one of my favorite lines in this movie that for whatever reason i still use today just to give the context it was when robin cuts the chandelier rope. cuts the rope and the chandelier falls on himself mm-hmm. instead so before the domino once they then yell guards and all the 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 big armored up knights come in to take care of that problem, they use the domino trick, mm-hmm. where he then grabs a rope, tugs on it, and he goes, ah, right rope. For whatever the fucking reason, I've been saying that for 30 goddamn years. <laughs> ah, right rope. Just, anytime something good happens, I go, ah, right rope. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how that kind of shit, like, sticks in your yeah, brain. that's for 30 years, I just, ah, right, right rope. rope. Okay. I, there's another, actually, now I remember it. There is... Yet another thing in this scene that I'm like, is this intentional? Is the exit sign over one of the doorways in the stairwell? There's a glowing green. Yeah, no, that's that's a joke. Is it? Yeah, yeah. When do they make that joke? I no, must it's have missed just that. the sight gag. Oh, it's You're just, just a sight to gag. See it and be like, oh, haha. Okay, because yeah, it's they, a it's, castle. Yeah, but it's never really like the focus of a shot. It's always kind of in the background, and I'm like, no, it's just there to be silly. Okay, okay. Because I'm also like, whenever we watch a movie like this, I also have to think of like aspect ratio, weird shit or whatever. Oh, yeah, true. So I'm like, was that just out of shot and everything they did? And you can just kind of, maybe this is a slightly wider, who knows? Uh, but yeah, we have uh, Blinken uh, does try to get involved in the fighting and just chops down a pillar. And it's, they do that gag for like, they do that so many times in this movie, too. It's like five shots of him hitting this thing. And they well, keep panning back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they do this gag multiple times where they have the big power fan going and someone's mm-hmm. throwing sawdust into it. Yes. They do it later with, or they already did it with the arrows uh-huh. with Scarlett O'Hara. Yeah. Then they do it now and they do it again later. And it's just lazy. I did think a good, the good line was when, so during the fighting, uh, Robin and Maid Marion duck under the table and she's basically starts talking about like, I can't be with someone like unless I am married or with them for like a very long time 
or you're saying she's as horny as Felix. She's as horny as Felix, but it's this line, <laughs> the line thing where it's like, or if I just think they're cute or something <laughs> like that. Like the the thing about like t- walking back her own rules about virginity, I thought was actually very very funny. Oh, Yazbek rules. Yeah, she's oh she's. Fantastic I just finished my rewatch of Wings, mm-hmm. and I already miss her. Yeah, she's so good. How many seasons is Wings? Eight. God damn. Yeah. And that's like one of those old shows where like a season is like 55 episodes. Basically, yeah, I think some of them have up to like 28. <laughs> Jeez. TV just, it was a different time. It really was. Uh, but yeah, so this scene is obviously the merry men come and save the day and the king is uh, cowardly and ashamed and et cetera, so on and so forth. Little John does chuck the, the, the door brace. Oh, here we go. Guards. Okay. Oh, oh I, I just saw, saw it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there it goes. Yeah, little leg thing falls off. Wow high quality shit real pro shit you gotta assume that he saw it and it was like that's fucking hilarious leave it in or it's just like we don't have the budget to redo this (laughs) or we can't do another shot i would assume given the nature of the comedy it's probably like that's kind of funny this probably is like a vince mcmahon thing it's just whatever mel brooks whatever pops him he just keeps he just keeps it in there yeah absolutely so now we get the domino gag uh the scene is much longer than i remember it uh but you know it's funny they all fall down like toy soldiers Remember that song by Martika? Yep. And then Eminem sampled it. I did not know that part. Yeah. Eminem did a sample of uh, I have not kept up with Eminem. I hadn't. And then I heard it because I always love Toy Soldiers because it's like a really weird nostalgia song for me because I remember my sister playing it in our old home when I was like four years old. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah. And a lot of people don't remember the song. And so then I heard a fucking really shitty Eminem song where it's like, it was kind of bad after he had kind of fallen out of being like the hottest shit, but before he kind of made his like old man comeback where like he kind of came back a little bit ago with like, uh, there was that Rihanna song, you know, now I'm staring at the window. That's why they call it window pane. Did he come back? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think so. I don't listen to the radio. My, my, uh, my musical taste is basically stuck forever, uh, in the free Jack era of 2009. <laughs> My wife made me finally get Spotify, so I'd quit using my iPod from 2010. Hell yeah. So now I just listen to really bad stuff I used to listen to all the time. Okay. And you don't let it ever make recommendations and for And K-pop. Okay. Do you like Blackpink? Yes. Okay. N-Mix is my current favorite, though. N-Mix? Yep. Okay. Haven't heard that. Good lineup. Okay. Cool. Good, 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 good. Love it. Yep. Love an idol group. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> we should watch Perfect Blue. Robin is now... After that escape, he wants to get back and actually do, you know, save Maid Marian, blah, blah, blah. It, again, it's the Robin Hood story. He does a... <sighs> the worst gag in the whole movie. Lend me your ears. And they throw ears and at him. And they pluck them off, throw them at him. Travis, why? Travis is laughing, by the way, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Not seeing it, not... Sing it for the first time if you were 12 years old uh-huh. and somebody goes, lend me your ears. You've never thought, oh shit, they're going to take their ears off and throw them at somebody. Nobody thinks that when you're a little kid. Uh-huh. So as a child, that was funny. Dum mm. dum brain. Because you, you maybe you'd heard that before. Of course the, you'd you heard know, it. Everybody heard it. You've heard the, the ladies Julius and gentlemen Caesar, yeah. lend yeah. your ears. Friends, Roman countrymen. Travis, but you're, then he you're also on trial go, here. He also goes, <laughs> he does straight up Winston Churchill. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay, so he's like, wah, 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 wah. he yeah. just gets like the weird British That's accent. That's Winston Churchill's yeah. speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they steal two speeches in this scene. Yep, and then mm-hmm. that Well, three, fails. technically. Julius Caesar. Oh, yeah. Then uh, Winston Churchill, and then we're getting to it. Yep. 
Malcolm X. Not even really Malcolm X. Denzel Washington in the movie Malcolm <laughs> Plays X. Malcolm X. Yeah, the bamboozled. You know, it's, yep. we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. That's another one that I tend to say a lot is been bamboozled. Yeah. Just that's bamboozled is a fun word. It really is. It's a thick word that's fun to say. I like my words thick. Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I hated that. So we did the Malcolm X deal. Um, I do like, and this, we get this training scene where now they're, you know, the Merry Men are training the villagers of, uh, of I guess, the Sherwood area, uh, teaching them how to shoot arrows, teaching them how to sword fight. At one point, uh, Will Scarlet is showing them how to do stuff. And when he's done, he just walks by Robin and Robin just hands him a little treat like he's a dog. Like, and he eats it out of his hand. Real, like, out of nowhere, a little sight gag that I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, that's, that's the kind of absurd shit that I love. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and also, I do like the fact that Achu's uh, hat is a snapback cap. Like that. Nice little touch. Uh, otherwise, yeah, we're just getting ready. Otherwise, it's for... just, it should have been a montage. Yeah, it should have been a montage. I do like that when they practice jousting, it's with the giant cans of modern things. Yeah. Like, fruit like Campbell's soup, <laughs> fruit cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, like, it's uh, we're making a movie. Like, there's little bits here and there. Yeah, I, it has I, moments. That I'm not going to say I never laughed. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Uh, I I'm not going to say I never laughed. I laughed plenty in this, but it's just about the how often those laughs come, and I guess that's the they come a lot faster when you watch it at two times speed. That is true. They do come a lot faster. They come a lot faster. So in this scene, uh, this is where we get the payoff for the joke uh, where. Prince John is uh, in the uh, bathtub. The sheriff looks at him and goes, uh, "Sir, I think your mole. What is, did he say? I think your mole moved, or I think something is or I think different your mole with your mole. Change sides, or yeah." And the best read in the movie. Oh, uh, incredible! He just looks eyes agape. I have a mole. <laughs> I have a mole. Perfect payoff to it's, that fucking joke. It's so good. It was. Great. That was good timing. They built it up, let it sit, mm-hmm. then hit you with it. Yeah, and then it's just boom. This done. also is leading right now. So, Rottingham is in a catapult. They're gonna clearly launch him with it. Uh huh. We and this ah, leads to yo, one of my favorite pops. He should have made the goofy noise. He lands in the room of Latrine. Mm-hmm. Latrine immediately dives on him. Uh huh. He gets the hell out of there as fast as he can. She looks right into the camera and goes, "I touched it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm simple man. That yeah. made me pop. She's funny, and Tracy Ullman is just again. She's so good, fantastic. Yeah. Um, for some reason, I thought she had passed away. She is not. She's doing fine. Oh, good. So uh, let's say about that. Uh, Mel Brooks. We have Mel Brooks's cameo as replacing uh, Friar Tuck as a rabbi. As as rabbi. Does he have a name? If he did, would it be like Tuckus? Would that be like that? Seems like a it, it, kind it of a Yiddish on the joke. side of his, his circumcision wagon. Yeah. So he immediately comes up, is confronted by Robin and the Merry Men. This is basically the only time his character really is... This is a standalone scene. And Mel Brooks just pops up to immediately make a gay joke. Yep. And then be like, I have sacramental wine, but we can bless whatever you want to. Let's all go get drunk. And that's basically... There was another clever joke here. The term he used was fishnickened. Fishnickened. We've got buds. We've got squirrels. (laughs) Let's get fishnickened. There was a clever joke. He's talking about the circumcisions, mm-hmm. and Achu goes, I already have one of those. 
which was good research for the character because he would have been Moore's or from Moore's. That's true. And so he would have already had one. Yeah. And I'm really surprised that they put that much thought hmm. into this. That's good. See, that's why I was having the question about the fucking falafel thing earlier. Just you never know how much thought. I think they spent all their energy on this one. Okay, you're probably right. Uh oh. <laughs> While Mel Brooks is here, he also does the one wordplay joke that he had to get off about Robin of Loxley. Oh, no. And made Marion of Bagel. Yes. And he's like, Loxley and Bagel, a match made in heaven. Get it? Bagel and Lox? Look, you Lox- guys ever been Lox- to a Loxley's deli? been there. No one's ever given Made Marion a last name before. That's true. She's just Made Marion. That's probably not true. I bet she has a canonical. Well, last name dog shit now because it's baguette because it's baguette it's a better last name baguette because uh, he didn't come up with loxley he i used to love bagel bites and now we cut rolled with it after that scene is done bagel bites are fucking, fucking awesome yeah. pizza in the morning pizza the in evening, the evening and it's supper time when pizza's on a bagel you can have pizza anytime fucking pay us bagel bites no gods no masters <laughs> it's anarchy baby and i love it um we cut to the best scene, the best in, the scene whole in the movie. movie. Is Dom DeLuise. God bless him. God rest his soul. I think he's passed away. Right? I don't know if his kid's funny, too. Uh, I think Dom DeLuise is no longer with us. Uh, if he is, uh, my apologies, but I'm just going to go ahead and say rest in peace. He's just doing a Brando. Now, he's specifically doing The Godfather. Like, he died in 2009. There we go. In Free okay. Jack. In, he died in the, It really is the worst future. <laughs> They got him. They got Tommy boy. Um, but what's funny is now for the second movie, because he's specifically doing, you know, the Godfather. He then starts doing a bunch of Brando and does the, I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender, which is what that weird dinosaur monster said in Felix the Cat out of nowhere. Nice. So it's the second time that someone has just said, the fucking whatever that movie was that I always forget the fucking name of it. Was it on the waterfront? Whichever one. Uh, that classic Brando line. Uh, you know, I could have been a contender. So um, funny thing about this, he introduces his two sidekicks. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the one that can't talk, Dirty Enzio. Dirty, Dirty Ezio. Was originally, they were just going to call him Dirty Harry. Uh-huh. That was going to be his original name. The reason they changed it is Mel Brooks' Italian lawsuits? director friend came. And, like, they happened to be hanging out while they were shooting the scene. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to call him your last name instead. So the guy's well, name he, is just Ezio? He's Dirty Ezio because he was originally supposed to be Dirty Harry because right. that's exactly what he looks like. Yeah, because he looks exactly play. like yeah. fucking what's, what's the other guy's name? Like, his other sidekick, I guess? Yeah, his other goon. The one who does the Luca Brasi read and does it so well. Yeah. With the, I hope your first child is a masculine <laughs> child. <laughs> I died. It might have been like Luca. Like it might have been. I went back and rewatched the original scene after this because I was like, "There's no way it was that fucking flat and bad." Uh huh. It's and it was absolutely perfect. that flat and bad. Yeah. <laughs> so awkward and bumbling. It was so good. This was a this was a fa- fantastic scene. Uh, Dom DeLuise is just always a fucking treat. He was Pizza the Hut too, right? Was he? I think he was. That's awesome. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I thought he might have been. I'm probably wrong. Oh well. Anyway. But then he has, they have to make his, uh, his lizard joke. At the he end. was voiced by Dom DeLuise. Boom. Got it. Okay. Nice. He was voiced by, he voiced Pizza the Hut. Okay. Or next time, Pizza is going to send out for you. <laughs> Spaceballs fucking rule. Spaceballs is right. We watch Spaceballs, you asshole. I know all you of Spaceballs. You fucking prick, Travis. 
um yeah i would have been so i would have been so happy to watch that one it was five six stars break the scale oh yeah easy right away yeah he gets the lizard joke off and it's okay man i don't know it's again there's that i do like they uh, get the little puppet little lizard yeah, the shittiest looking lizard puppet it. fuck it why not man at some point they just say this fruit robin hood so got that line Way to go, Mel. Right out there. Good job, Mel. Yeah. We had the earlier one, you know, because it's gay to wear tights. Apparently. It's, you know. It's also very comfortable. We're going to get uh, to that. I don't know, you know if y'all have ever worn joggers, but they're a delight. They're nice, man. Get some tight shit. Get you some support. Yeah. You know? Nice snug. It's important. I got no problem. I, I wore tights, as, uh, tights and bloomers in a third grade play when I played the King of Spain. Yeah. yeah. I, was in a, I was in a fucking couple of shitty little high school plays and had to wear some tights man i know can you believe i was a theater kid <laughs> i was I, I can't i hung out with the pit theater kids I, if you saw me in the morning before school i was sitting right out the table right outside a lot of my friends were the theater kids yeah That's i worked cool, at man. i worked at tcby no shit junior year of high school Holy with shit. all all theater kids so anytime they had a production or whatever i wasn't the manager uh-huh i was i was 17 years old Long hair past my shoulders, mm-hmm. just fucking tech deck and fingerboarding on the back of the, the, the ice cream things. <laughs> and then when, the, like, if they had a, a show the night before, a show that night, I'd show up for Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Nobody's there because all the theater kids went out and got drunk. They're like, yeah, we're not coming to work today. Oh. I was like, cool. Day off for me, bud. That rules. So yeah, on fr- oh, I did get in trouble because apparently you shouldn't cook Hungry Man dinners in the microwave <laughs> in the back of a TCBY. <laughs> Good to know. Is the smell? (laughs) (laughs) Once I found that out, I did it multiple times. I also had a scare. Run the customers off? No, just yeah. I was trying to. I was trying to tech deck, but yeah, yeah, buddy, trying to get a fucking ollie perfected (laughs) here. So I did find out uh, TCBY had Arthur from PBS Mm -hmm. uh, co-branded ice cream. Well. One of them was blowing my mind. DW's cotton candy was pink and blue ice cream. Yeah. Well. Not thinking about it, all of a sudden, because TCBY, you go back and like you make shakes and stuff too. Mm. I just started shitting purple for like a week. <laughs> Could not figure it out. Uh-huh. I was freaking out. Then one day I'm sitting there losing my mind over it as it worked. I'm like, oh, pink and blue. I'm you're good. As, I'm, as you're I'm spooning all, yeah, <laughs> in your mouth. All I've been eating is DW's <laughs> cotton candy ice cream for a week. <laughs> That'll fucking do it, man. <laughs> That'll do it. It's like how it's, if you if you ever eat crunch berries, like you're gonna have the weirdest like toxic green shit for like a couple of days. Remember when they made the Hulk burger? Wasn't that what it is? No, it was the Halloween black bun. The Halloween black bun burger, and you and Quentin went and got them. We got them, and I as soon as I got to work the next day, I was like, "Yo, dude, you shitting green?" And, he was like, yep. and I was like, "Okay, all right, we're good." Because it wasn't black food coloring; it's just a lot of green food coloring to that make makes it the dark. Buns look yeah. black. Yeah. Yeah. That's I immediately hilarious. came to him that next day, that morning. I was like, yo, dude, you hey, shitting green? <laughs> yo, dude. He was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, but yo, cool. Dude, you shitting green, dude? <laughs> who, who amongst us has not had to ask their friend? I if ha- you gotta green? ask. You gotta find out. Yeah. If I'm it shitting, could just be you. Yeah. What if I'm it. just shitting green? Well, for a week, I thought I was just shitting purple. That's I, true. I did. I told no one. You had to deduce that. And now you I've didn't told have a everyone. To check with. Yeah. <laughs> now you've told the world, apparently. It's on record. We moved to a scene where. Maid Marian has pinned down Brunhilda to escape to go meet up with Robin and the Merry Men. Uh, she does, I guess, because she has her uh, 
you know, her, her lock on. I mean, she would have absolutely obliterated her hymen by jumping onto the horse from horseback from that height. Just saying maybe it's protected. Yeah, this is like a two-story fall onto a horse. Yeah, split-legged. Also, she's wearing that the Everlast. It also could have just broken the horse in half. <laughs> like, the horse is just immediately made lame by this. And then Broomhilda jumps off. The horse moves, and she just would have died. Yeah. But instead, she just cracks the pavement. Yeah, of course, because we got to do a fat joke. Yep. You know. On someone just clearly wearing a fat suit. Right, exactly. Uh, also, the horse's name is Farfignugan, which, like, that was a thing in the time because the Volkswagen ads or whatever. But that's, like, a thing that no one talks about anymore. But it, it, like, that, it was very, like, a 90s, like, oh, Farfignugan. That was what a funny word. Wasn't that, like, a code word or something in Love Potion Number 9, that Sandra Bullock movie? Probably. That's all I remember. People about just it. loved t- to make fun of the word Farfignugan, which means something, but I don't exactly remember what it is. Uh, we are about to get. The Men in Tights song, but not before we get the cool gag of Blinken falls out of his uh, watch spot because he was going by sound and he hits it and goes, I can see, and then immediately walks right into a tree and he's like, ah, shit, and then starts to wander around blind again. And so this song, the Men in Tights song, it mm-hmm. aged like milk. Uh-huh. It yeah. is so bad. They say we look like sissies. Yep. Do they? Like, they've got, like, fucking swords on and shit. They got beards? They got, yeah, like, it's just a... (sighs) Mel Brooks just hates tights. We get it. It's just the tights are kind of gay. They do the the rockets. They do a yes with a lisp. Yes, yes. Yeah, they kind of do that whole thing. And they do the, they limp the wrist when they do it, you know. It's like, ah, okay, get it? But it's just funny to me that, like... Even assuming you're like, yeah, tights is gay though, but it's like, I don't know, man. They got like leather gherkins and fucking swords and crossbows and shit. Like, yeah. looks pretty manly. I don't know. Like, not even to get into a conversation about what it is to be stereotypically masculine. But like, oh, no, not this podcast. I don't know, man. Like, fuck, they're tough. Yeah, little John's in there. You know, you remember '92? Guys weren't wearing tights in 92. That's true. That's yeah. true. Baggy jeans was the thing still. Yeah. That's true. Everyone was just doing heroin. And then we very quickly moved to another song. <laughs> the Joe is your... Rules. Yeah, this is your... You were blowing up the group chat about, about this song. I, they, so the song is The Night is Young, and it just... I watch a lot of 30s and 40s musicals. That's where it's from. Because they're amazing. And this is some straight up like weekend in Havana... Like Alice Faye, John Payne shit. I live for it. It's great. It's by Arthur Rubin. Mm-hmm. And Elwis is just lip syncing, of course. Of course. Yeah. And they ham it up so perfectly. Because yeah. this is literally how these movies go. Oh, yeah. Randomly loud ass singing at it each other. Let it yeah, just yep. fucking full throated. Just right know. in their face. And oh. the visual gag here where she's it's blowing her hair back. Yep. Was, they got a lot of work out of that one fan. They did. <laughs> they, did. they rented it for like three days. Brooks is like, how many shots can we fit this they in? They got their money's worth. So the, the payoff, the visual gag of the payoff is that Robin's sword hilt begins to tilt up and they're kind of behind, Marion uh, Marian and Robin are behind a sheet that's backlit by a campfire. So it looks like he's just gotten a insanely huge boner from a terrifying erection yeah that would have i mean (laughs) terrifying monstrous like it's just no one knows you can't even work with that footage here yeah yeah you can't work with that uh it would be i mean whatever we're not gonna i'm not gonna touch on the jokes the blood movement would make him pass he would immediately die 
The thing th- about this to me, though, is what I think is funny, other than like it's a haha gag, but like this actually seems like this would be the kind of gag there would be like some Ponch and Judy shit, like in actual medieval times, like some crass. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, what if the Robin Hood was fucking the mate? Like, and they're just doing this, and there's a bunch of like Witcher Witch- 3 NPCs just throwing coppers at it, and then the thing drops. It's like, oh, it's open, they be fucking, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, the song was great. You make Renfest sound real crusty. Have you been to Renfest? Not since I was 10. Buddy, oh. it's crusty. I used to camp. We used to go camp there. Yes, once a year, just to just we'd go there for the the weekend after Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. you got the extra day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we would go just to to hang out with the crazies because most of the people who are camping there are the staff. Ew. So it's people so who have been camping there for six weeks, yeah. and all the other weirdos that just want to come out and be an elf. I, I saw an elf wedding. Yeah, behind me, it's 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 bananas. It. It is bananas. Fucking rules. Okay? Like, look, I've never been, like, a Ren Fair guy, okay? Like, I'm a nerd. Like, I do Dungeons and Dragons, and I fucking whatever. But I was never, like, a Ren Fair guy. And a couple years ago, I had some friends who always go. They're like, we got a costume, like, a little fucking tunic and some shit for you to wear. Come with us. We went. We camped. And, man, the camping, it's fucking wild. Like... There's a huge bonfire. People are just naked, like dancing around the fire. It's like a goddamn Black Sabbath going on. I'm blackout drunk on my friend had made like homemade ale and just in these like big glass jugs. I'm just fucking sitting them. At one point, I just spike one on the fucking ground and no one fucking does anything. I hope no one cut their foot. I'm sorry if you, in case you did. And I had like, I was so drunk. I just remember I had a, someone had made a little, like a flower crown. And I was just walking around with it, like, on my head, just drunk. And I was just sitting down, and an elf guy was, like, hitting on me. And I was like, hey, man, it's all good. Not, not for me. But I was like, I got hit on by an elf. This fucking rules. <laughs> like, what an experience. When have you been hit on by an elf? Never. Yeah. Well, so I you have. have. You have fun things that you can do. I like to go to social events and then drink heavily also. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what I did the last time we camped out there... uh, the Thanksgiving one is the Christmas themed weekend. Yeah. So I wore my kilt and my uh-huh. Santa blouse and I had a, my big beard at the time. So uh-huh. I walked around as like Renaissance Santa, mm-hmm. right? Well, I also had a giant five foot staff. Yeah. Hollowed out, little straw on the inside. Just poured that thing full of whiskey. Oh. There Old you Uncle go. Bubba's just walking around sipping stick whiskey mm-hmm. all day. Oh, yeah. It was snowing. I was having a blast. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. was it one of those like years where it fucking this was, snowed? This was probably, this was, would have been in 2015. Yeah. It snowed. Yeah, oh, was that's great. awesome. That would have been awesome. I too, was, to rent there were, people snow. like, you're not cold. And I'm like, dude, I'm drunk as shit. No, I'm not cold. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, don't, I don't feel things right now. I don't now. feel anything. Yeah. And it, it's like, so daytime Rin Fair is like drunk and like you're eating your turkey legs or whatever. Nighttime is like when the freaks come to play and everyone's on hallucinogens. It's a rave. It's yeah. Burning Man. Half of the people are on mushrooms or acid, and it's like fucking fun. So it's just fucked up theater nerds. Yeah. Yes. 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 That it is the like my nightmare. It is the logic, <laughs> Joe. Well, Joe, yeah, you don't drink, and and I'm kind prob- of a buzzkill. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have fun at all, but it no, is like, a blast. Can I go home? Yeah. If you've, you if know what you else could, is fun indoors? Yeah. It was fun. Do, it did camp bring, and it rained that night. I know though. they have the quiet section where, like, they have the family yeah. camping where you have to be. 
Can you bring trailers into the... Yes. Okay. That's what happened. Like, I, I had a tent, but, like, it was two of my friends both have, like, big campers and just got a big shared campground and, like, a couple of us had big tents with, like, blow-up mattresses or whatever. Oh, the last time I went, we just had tents, but I had one of those, like, 70-person tents that you could mm-hmm. park a car in. Yeah, yeah. I had two of, like, the easy-up canopies. I got We got a sign made for the weekend. Oh, yeah. Where we then also purchased the, the horns. You go, so I yeah, still like have it upstairs. Horn. So our whole thing was horn wars, <laughs> war, horn wars with the war horns. No, was, so like throughout the night, me and my buddy would just yeah, go war, like war, war, middle wars. of the night. Nothing, just, no soul. Oh, okay. And so everyone wanted to kill so you. So bad. Yeah. So we were having a blast. We didn't give a shit. It was. I don't know if we were in the quiet section. No, we weren't in the quiet section. Yeah. I can't say. That. I go all the way back to the where I'm back on the tree line. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't like people being behind me. Right. Okay. <laughs> Do you always take the power seat in a fucking restaurant? I try. Like to. you're a fucking mob boss. Yeah, you don't want to get hit. I sit well, in the back, face the. You don't want to get fucking Tony <laughs> Soprano. Spoiler. I just. I don't. Well, I thought so. We'd always get against the tree line. Well, then find out you can go through the trees, and that's where they have weird ass elf weddings. And yeah, shit, like in the so yeah, like, yeah. yeah the, the weird ones hang out in the forest. That's you. That's the Fey Wild out there. You know what I mean? Like you're fucking. So I'm on the edge. Yeah. Also, I like you're like I don't want anyone to be behind me, but it's like a bear could be behind. Nah, that's you. good. That's, no, bears, bears are cool. Here. They party. Yeah, coyotes. You know. I don't think we have coyotes. I have guns. Parties. I'm not worried about animals. Okay. Do you go packing at the Ren Fair? I don't carry it on me, but it's always in the car. <laughs> I keep that thing. You don't just on like me. cast spells. Yes. Yeah, this lightning bolt, but it's just a fucking gun. <laughs> there's, that, there's that fucking meme of Kermit the Frog with a wizard hat holding a pistol. He's like, behold, the most powerful spell of all. Are you ready to meet God? <laughs> That's just you at the Ren Fair. <laughs> so if there's any unsolved murders at the Ren Fair, yeah, it would not be. Don't Travis. look this way. It would not be him. No. I guarantee you, they're scarier. Fucking he's a people he's a white mage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So back uh, to the movie. There was okay. I made a note here, and it's I think it's Elvis doing something, but it's like terrific is like the payoff of it, where it's like it were oh it was twan and it was terrific. That would be. Terrific. Terrific. And that was like, that's the kind of dumb shit that I pop for on wordplay. Oh, no. You just keep doing the terrific. Um, at a certain point, uh, we're getting ready to go attack. We're getting a kind of a, uh, what do you call it? Like a... Uh, oh, don't forget, they also end that scene with some racism. Which one? So when they're saying goodbye, he says goodbye in several languages using uh-huh. accurate words. That's right, yeah. And then just does Chinese sounds, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Instead of actually looking up saying goodbye, yeah, they said goodbye in every other language. Uh huh. Just sounds. Are you sure it's not Mandarin or Cantonese? Yes. Okay. Just I was like, I get. I was thinking it's what I, I you're dug saying. Deep on this. Okay. Because I, I was like, forums with people from different countries it. that actually like, nope, not us. Yeah, not us. <laughs> oh, that's just sounds. Someone did a forum post. Yep. I was like, yeah, this is real. And you have people from like Laos and like fucking Korea. No one claimed like, it. Nope. Okay. Uh, we also got at some point the woo woo woo. They do the whoop. Yeah, the Arsenio. Yeah, the Arsenio whoop. That's also from the trailer. I absolutely remember that too. It was like a sight gag where they do like, have. They do make a pretty good boob joke here. Yeah, Blinken's wopsided titty. He goes, "Yeah, you look like Picasso." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fine. 
uh, was kind of like, uh-oh, what are we going to do here? Because they're in drag. It was actually not that bad. Yeah, I was expecting something horrible to yeah, happen. No, nope. that's fine. They're just in disguise. Yeah, yeah. they weren't. They're just some tough-looking I mean, women. What, what? Are you like, what, Mel Brooks wouldn't take that low-hanging fruit? Oh, yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> You'd be like, oh, he's just going to let that one sit, you know? Well, again, when he's they, not known at the end of the, the scene, when they get <laughs> out of there, is one of the also, it's the thing I say every day when I get home from work. He mm-hmm. split his arrow in twain? No. Let me get out of these ladies' clothes and get into my tights. There you go. That's when I change out of my work clothes and my home clothes. I say that nearly 365 days a year. Wow. You really fucking love this movie. I love this movie. You are <laughs> really dead inside. I can't believe it. Hey, he's just tapped into his inner child. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah. What's you, what is the word you'd use for your, your kid brain? Dumb dumb brain. Your dumb dumb brain. That's yeah. what it is. Um, the guy who's doing Dirty Ezio does look exactly fucking like yeah. Clint Eastwood. It's uncanny. <laughs> Um, so we get the, this is the classic, this is iconic Robin Hood where he disguises himself as the old man. He goes to the archery contest to, you know, win a kiss from Maid Marian or whatever. And, you know, but they kind of know he's there and, you know, they've got the, they've got their own ringer ready and Robin takes his shot. This other guy takes his shot and Joe, I believe you do it better than I do. He split Robin's arrow in twain. I was right. That guy's line read <laughs> is spitting while he says it. It's so good. <laughs> it's like they took him from like an actual serious period piece and were like, so plopped this, him this in This crowd extra, <laughs> he acts better than anyone else in the whole movie. If, Including all of the If the cast. spit wasn't there... The spit makes it so oh, much better. Absolutely, just a big gob, like right at the end of it, like just five twain! stars, for and it flies like ten feet. Six at the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> the spit sold it so well. Uh, which bit? Which bit? No, the spit. Oh, the spit. Yeah, yeah. That's six at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Six and a half. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, you know, it's gone up to seven now. Uh, so really, we get the script gag. Oh yeah. Everyone's like. Because it's like, oh, Robin just loses. Because we haven't done this since Blazing Saddles. Let's pull out the scripts again. Yeah, yeah. And it's, hey, folks, if you thought this was the only callback to Blazing Saddles, wait, because there's there's more. Just keep watching. Uh, It was dumb. It was very dumb. Uh, And they are like, uh, the the crowd gets hype because Robin gets another shot. They start doing the chop because people like doing the chop. Uh, This is funny. The Patriot Arrow... Oh, I enjoy the blink and catch of the murder arrow mm-hmm. when Blink snatches the murderer out of the way. And they go, how'd you do this? I heard that coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. And they say something like, thanks. Blink goes, what? Who's talking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was a good, that was a good read for 50. Like, that was the perfect payoff. I don't know if show. it's actually good, but I enjoy Travis doing it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's sitting here with a fucking mile wide grin, just rec- recounting it. That is a good gag though. Cause I love the fact like, oh, Blinken actually, like, that's the cool payoff for, like, you know, the blind care. Like, heard it coming, and then... What? <laughs> Which leads us directly into our Gulf War joke. Yes. Timely. The Patriot Arrow. Was that the actual name of the operation? Yeah, I know. I think it was the missile system. The guided the missile? missile system. Yeah, the Patriot missile. Oh, okay. The Patriot missile system. Right. I was thinking, because I was thinking, like, Broken Arrow. Remember that movie? Oh, with Travolta and yeah. Christian Slater? Yeah. I was like, it's, it's an arrow... Was that like the name of the like Operation Desert Eager, Freedom Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> and so what's funny is so the arrow is flying around and I was like, oh, they made all of the extras do the wave twice. 
they all are like, whoa, as they all, you know, the arrow goes under them, they all have to stand up and they just get to do the wave in two, two rotations. That was a fun day on set, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they all loved it. We're getting close to the walk this way joke because, you know, Robin is, is, uh, is captured by the, you know, the, the sheriff. Sheriff does a little strut, a ministry of silly walks type of strut away and says, walk this way. And of course, they all shrug and begin to walk in the manner that he did. Very well said. Yes. Uh, Richard Lewis, as the, king, or as, as the prince, again, still just love his little face, love his little shit-eating fucking gestures. Oh, definitely. His little, yeah, he's doing like the cheer for me, like, give me the, come here, come here, you know, doing the hands up kind of thing. Love it. Uh, he's fantastic. So now, uh, you know, what's going to happen? Robin's been captured by the evil sheriff. We get the 12th century fox. Yeah. Not only is it a bad fox joke, but it's also a bad fax joke. Mm-hmm. We'll send a fox. Because mm-hmm. what's more relevant than a fax machine joke in the early 90s? Yeah, like, because it's we'll send a fox. It's, ki- like, it's not even really a fax joke. But it kind of is. It's just fox is one letter away. Yep. It's horrible. So then they put a letter on a fox, which is a cute little critter, release it, and then it makes fucking dolphin noises. <laughs> yeah, it does the dolphin kiki kiki. <laughs> like the fucking flipper. And it's yep. why? I don't know. Because. No, we are about to dude, introduce. This is a sweet little silly man. The best character in the movie is the executioner. He is a silly goose. Yes. And I approve of him. His name is Robert Ridgely. I looked him up. Um, he, this is actually a reprised role because he's wearing the eye patch and holding the big axe. I mean, this, as a typical executioner, but with the eye patch. This is a reprised kind of role uh, from 1975 TV sitcom When Things Were Rotten, which was directed by Mel Brooks. And do you know what it was? It was what? Robin Hood. A retelling of Robin it's Hood. basically what this movie's based off of. Yeah, it was Mel Brooks' TV show. <laughs> so he's like, what the fuck? fuck it, I'm just gonna... <laughs> I'll do it again. But this guy is having such a fun time. He's like the... I thought he, his voice... I thought he voiced the Mad Hatter in like Disney's okay, House yeah. in Wonder. He was like, I gotta straighten your noose here. Like he kind of has that kind of energy about him. Like some tea, some tea. Like that kind of thing. That energy. He's so... He is having a fucking blast. And, you know, I was too. I just love how he lifts the eye patch up, (laughs) winks at him, kisses him on the cheek. Mm -hmm. He is delightful. Thinks he's such a sweet little prisoner. I love him. Uh, We do get the uh, remote control Okay, this is a joke that popped me just because of all my 40s movies. Uh, Which particular one? Hey, Abbott. Yeah, when he's walking. And it was like, (laughs) Abbott. Good morrow, Abbott. Hey, Abbott! Oh. I hate it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Mine might have been playing, I might have been watching it at this point, like one and a half, so I probably would have not have really heard the background kind of stuff, but okay. All right, we get an Abbott. Like, these are the kind of like untimely but funny. Yeah, like, remember kids, remember the 40s? Yeah. Those are Mel Or I guess the cartoons we grew up with because they had Babbitt. Right. With Tweety. Yeah. I mean, like, all, you know, and even Animaniacs. Was like had extremely oh, dated jokes. Yeah, just like, hey, do you remember the twenties kids? Like, I wonder no. if kids now have extremely dated jokes in their stuff, but that has moved with it. So like now they have seventies references. Right. Yeah. Oh, kids, do your cartoons have disco? Yeah. There we go. Uh, kiss. A lot of kiss jokes. They're from the seventies, right? Ugh. Yeah. 
I don't know, fucking Pam Greer, Joni Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) We're just naming people who were relevant (laughs) in the 70s. Naming people from the 70s. Uh, Kids, do you know Tom Jones? So this is the, you know, uh, the penultimate kind of... (laughs) Was that your Tom Jones? Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, okay. Uh, We should watch Father of the Bride, too. Um, So this is the penultimate kind of scene. Uh, You know, Robin's been held captive, and now, uh, you know... Is it the sheriff is marrying Maid Marion? Yeah. Okay. So the only way for him not to kill Robin is to marry. If- That's right. Because they were going to kill him when they captured him with the thing. But Maid Marion's like, I will offer myself to she you. She said she'll do the most disgusting thing that she could think of. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes, uh, oh, I will marry you. There Which- was one. Si- Thank you for reminding me of that. Because when. What does she say? She's like, I need someone to be like a respectful. He's like. Or whatever, saying so he's like, oh, oh yes, I respect that, and then just walks away. Like the sheriff is like, all he wants to do is fuck, and she's like, but whatever, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, of course, yeah, I respect never, that. You and may you have just, my, but you'll never have my heart. That's my right. mind. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you, like, you'll have my body, but you. Yeah, that's right. That's oh, res- fine. Uh, oh yes, I respect that, and then just walks away. That was a good line read. All right, fuck it. That was a joke in the show. So wouldn't you fucking know it? Um, Robin Hood is about to be hanged, but who? shows up to stop and object to this wedding oh wait that's later first off they get away with it it's they're gonna get married and and, and uh, the sheriff absconds with maid marion as the merry men attack so the, the vows are not officiated no dave but, Chappelle saves the day yes but this guy has got to get with me like the sheriff is so horny yeah there is a full-on fracas breaking out a pier six brawl if you will and he takes maid marion and like to a bedroom to fuck yeah he just runs her up there he's like that chop chop like i gotta get he gotta get his like, nut I, I took my blue chew yeah clock's a ticking <laughs> exactly he's acting like a really anthony hopkins i've got 20, <laughs> i've got 20 minutes before this shit kicks in uh yeah and so that happens uh which is really like what they didn't do a super whole lot in this movie, well, they touched on it, but like, I, I don't know, the sheriff's desire for Maid Marion, it just kind of was like, oh, okay, I guess he wants to fuck her. I don't know. They don't really get a lot into it. Yeah, it's just kind of like, I guess he's the villain, so that's She's what She's the prettiest one do. in his circle. Yeah. So. In his, in his social circle. Yeah. They're always at parties together. So the chastity belt, damn it, he can't do it. Um, you know, they could have made like a what about mouth stuff joke. Is she wearing a metal there. bra also? Uh, I can't tell if it's just shiny or if it's. Oh metal. yeah, he gets out the jackhammer. Yeah, gets goes out the jackhammer. Can unlock it, and that's enough time for Robin to save the day to challenge the sheriff to their final duel in a bedroom. It's fine. It's a decent duel. It ends with a sword in the armpit. Yeah, they do the very like elementary school theater yeah, stab the classic catching oh, it in the armpit and falling backwards and now i die or does he well he was going to but then what happens latrine saves his life with a lifesaver get it the it, lifesaver candy it's the candy called the lifesaver one good visual gag in this is when they're sword fighting we see their silhouettes and then they drop the sword and start just doing like shadow puppet hand animals and are like and in stupid. case you forget you're watching a movie, the sword goes out a window, 
and stabs a passing like PA's bagel. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? He doesn't say that, but that's the look that he gives. And now that Teamster's hungry. Mm-hmm. That guy's probably dead now. Yeah, definitely. You thought about that? That's not true, though. Mel Brooks is still alive. <laughs> but he's very old. Mel Brooks has more money than whoever that guy was. <sighs> that's a very good point. Especially if that was his shoot job, if he was just like some background guy. I mean, he gets good union dues, you know, or good union pay. So, mm-hmm. what we just missed was during their fight, the sheriff catches Robin's locket and mm-hmm. throws it up into the ceiling where it smashes, revealing the key which lands perfectly in the lock to the chastity belt. That's right, yes. Then Robin stabs home dude. Yeah. Home so dude's dead. He's, as, he's he, as he lays dying, uh, Latrine comes up to save him. He basically agrees it's worth it, but he regrets his decision to eat the life-saving lifesaver and... We get some beautiful magic special effects as the sheriff is... Yeah, I think one, we get, like, sparkles. Little pulsing... Minty sparkles. Minty, circular, whatever. Uh, so they're going to go off in bone. So that's great. So the blue chew will not go to waste. That's true. He's at least getting his money. Some of that it. latrine. Yep. Promo code... Ew. Brooks. <laughs> so Robin made Marion. They smooch. He takes her. They go back to the wedding, you know. Well, they, they try oh, no. to smash. That's true. They try to fuck. Broomhilda comes in and says, no ding ding without the wedding ring. Without the you ring You really ring. know this movie well. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. I, for, more than anything, I strive for accuracy. <laughs> so, well, there just happens to be the abbots out there. Nope, not the abbot. Making his return cameo. Oh, Dun-dun-dun. right. It's Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. He's ordained. He's an ordained rabbi. Have you been to a Jewish wedding? I have. They're fun. They know how to fucking do it. Seriously. Christian weddings are so fucking boring. They're so boring. Catholic oh. weddings. Oh, the worst. It's I mean, just, get ready. That's just the mass. Yeah, get ready for like four hours of chanting and getting up and down. <laughs> yeah, you got to slap yourself in the head with the fucking two by fours like it's Monty <laughs> Me Python. Me going to a Catholic wedding knowing nothing about what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. It was the weirdest fucking thing ever. Yeah. Me going to Catholic school and having to go to all school mass once a week, but also chapel on like another day. Going to a Catholic wedding. It's breezy? It's fuck no. Oh, it's, it's even still, worse? Yeah. Wow. Because now I don't have to go. I'm an adult. But ah. now what makes it better is my handy dandy uh, party trick that I take to every wedding. Is, do you also bring your five foot staff that you brought to? No, I just bring a flask like a regular grown up. I sit in the back of the church and I drink. No, you motherfucker. I drink out of a flask. We, like I tailgate yeah. before I go to church now. Okay. If I have to go to church, you will find me in the parking lot crushing brews. That. I would just simply say don't go to church because well, you're Well, I mean, have for to. a wedding. Oh, okay, okay. If I'm to going to a I, church. Uh, yeah. If I will tailgate at a wedding before a wedding that I have to go to church for. There we go. Okay. So. I still know, like, they keep changing some of the words, though. It's pissing me off. They, like... In Mass? Catholic Mass isn't the same as it used to be. Uh-huh. Like, uh, they've Thanks just changed John the Paul call... The they've second. called... They've called... Changed the call and response. And um, so then, that if you the show up after part. 15 years, now you just look like an asshole, because you're saying the old stuff. Yeah, there's a thing, like, I That's know... That's how they catch you posers. I guess. Yeah, they're like, someone didn't get the fucking memo. I went, to, I went to, I think it was my grandfather's funeral, and I was raised Methodist, and so we do the, I think it's the Nicene Creed, is what it's yeah. called, um, where it's I like, mean, that is a thing. I don't know if that's what you guys do, but yeah, that's a thing. What's, or is it the Lord's Prayer? The Lord's Prayer is our Father who are in Okay, not that one. Okay. There's like another one. Anyway, 
It's like I, I, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, but it's lowercase the C Catholic. Of saints, yeah. yeah, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. And that had changed a little God, bit. God, I know too much. And of so I stuff. remembered it and I'm in the flow, and then all of a sudden it changes. And I'm like, fuck, is this not it's not the right thing? So anyway, back to this fucking movie. Uh so Mel Brooks is there, he's gonna officiate the wedding between Robin and Maid Marion. But just before they say their I do's, someone objects, and it is King Richard. King Richard, he's returned from the Crusades, yes? And who is it playing King Richard? Oh, the legend, Sir. The legend. Sir. Patrick Stewart. Yep. Looking great. Jean-Luc himself. Jean-Luc himself. Uh, Charles Xavier himself. Which is also great because if you notice, he does a Scottish accent. Yes. Oh, he trolls on Connery so much so with that bad. brogue. Yes. Another point of fact is Connery wanted to come and do this movie, mm. except he wanted to reprise his role from Prince of Thieves as King Richard in a dress for a million dollars. And Mel Brooks goes, nah, dude, we're good. Have you seen our sets? <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> the mil- rest of this movie? <laughs> What's how much we spent on all of it, man? Yeah, that's it. I like the idea of Connery being like, I'd love to come do your picture. And he's like, but I'd like a million dollars, you know? And to wear a dress. <laughs> yeah, like, he gives it. oh, the funny thing, he's like getting drinks with Mel, and he's like, oh, yeah, sure, great. Would love for it. Come on down to the set. He's like, you have to pay me a million dollars to do this thing I asked To, to do, do this walk-on cameo. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm just curious what went through Connery's head. He's like, no, I'm going to wear a dress. And like, well, why? Because it's going to be funny. Because can you imagine a man wearing a, a dress? It's a comedy. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's a man wearing a dress. Insane. <laughs> I mean, if you know anything about Sean Connery, like it's, he's not funny. He's not funny and not a great Does guy. Does he not know he doesn't get to hit a woman in this right. movie? <laughs> and on that note, we finally have our, you know, the kiss. The happy ending. They go upstairs. Mm -hmm. They're about to get busy. Mm -hmm. The key doesn't work. What? Call the locksmith. Call the locksmith. Call the locksmith. We get another rap. That's right. A a denouement rap. You know, wrapping it all up. You know, gotta send them home happy. They gotta wrap it all up. But don't. Wrap. Wrap it up, just like we're going to wrap it up on this. Joe, what did you think of Robin Hood Men I in I thought you were about to ask me to rap, and I was going <laughs> to cry. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I thought movie? that it was a film mm-hmm. that happened in the 90s. Yes. It was made by Mel Brooks. Uh-huh. It had Carrie Elwes in it and yep. Amy Asbeck. Uh-huh. That's all. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Solid uh, points made. I liked it a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Then I got older. Yeah. And now I don't. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have kid brain, because that part of me is less fun now. Yeah. I wish I did have more kid brain. Yeah. But I don't. So it, it's a big old stinker. Okay. Um, I, well, we know, well, I'll, let, I'll let Travis give a spirited defense. I'll say when I was first watching this live, I was like, I didn't want to watch it. I was like, oh, no, because I remember not liking it. I know it has a bad rap. And I didn't really like it at first. But then kind of sitting here now, I'm like looking through my notes it has some good bits in it. I still think it's fair to say it's the weakest or one of the weakest. If it's either this or Dracula, Dead it's and Dracula. It. Yeah. Of, of, of Brooks's of, 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 you know what I mean? That word that means his catalog. ovaries ovaries. It's the, it's the weakest of his two ovaries. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't, wasn't irredeemable. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. 
I've we seen know worse that comedies because of Dracula Dead and loving it. When you mix Mel Brooks with Leslie Nielsen, it's just, in the mid nineties. It's just yeah, it's a recipe for shit. Yeah, Travis. So apart from the the early sports joke, mm-hmm. uh, which I just I, I just didn't see the point of having it in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just I get it. We're in another country and they play different sports here. Yeah. Um. Apart from those few small things, I mean, you guys come back rewatching it. We had we cracked up here. We did. We did. A good. To be while. fair, a lot of my laughs were at how much you enjoyed certain scenes. <sighs> that was also true. It's it helps when someone enjoys a thing. Yeah. I like watching something that someone loves. I mean, yeah, because you get back into it and you see some of the well, like the Dom DeLuise parts. Yeah, that's just it's as great. long as you're down for a silly movie, mm-hmm. down to clown, with, or down with the clown with a. Whoop. a f- a few, a handful of inappropriate things in it. Mm-hmm. Um, a sprinkle of, oh, they really shouldn't have. Yeah. Oh, ooh. A sprinkle of, ooh, that didn't age well. But if you have dumb dumb brain and you don't mm-hmm. know what those things mean, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's, okay, so is that a five stars? No, it's a 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. He I doubled love this it goddamn up. movie. He broke the scale. All right. And, damn. He doubled I know, the scale. I know it, it He's it worse than Meltzer. In some parts. Especially, uh, it doesn't, not all of it holds up well, but I don't mind the songs. I don't mind the dancing. I don't mind the rapping. Okay. It, to me, it's, it's a brave position. It's all nostalgia, and I watch it often. Okay. Ten stars. Yeah, I love this Out movie. Out of five. Yeah, I love this movie. It's, it's, so is this it is, a good movie? Not necessarily, but I love this movie. So yeah. this is twice as good as a perfect movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, if you watch the perfect movie two times... You might as well just <laughs> save yourself some time and sit down and watch Robin Hood and Tights. Okay. Look, it's a piece of shit, but it's your piece <laughs> of right. shit. That's right. It's gotta got to be it. somebody's. I'm going to say... I'll go one and a half stars. That's fair. I think it's like... There's enough in there that it's okay, but overall, it's a bad movie, and I can't say it's good. I don't have the nostalgia for it, but there are enough good jokes in it that I'm not going to say one or below. I gave it a two. And okay. I'll tell you how I got there. It was a one. Mm-hmm. Then it got 0.5 for The Night is Young, because I enjoyed that scene a lot. Yeah. Then it got 0.5 for Travis enjoying it. Okay. Okay. Well, if you want to... Okay. Because I'm we, changing it I'll right now. I'll bump it to a two now, too, because I like watching Travis It was more fun this. watching it on mute right now than yeah. I was watching it at home with sound. I agree. All right. That's true. I had... I, I watched it two days ago or whatever, and... I had more fun talking about it and enjoying it with you guys, cracking up and making jokes about it, than I did just sitting and watching it by yeah. myself. So this is one to watch with friends. Watch with friends. Yes. Watch with friends, dog on it. Mm-hmm. Stop, tell stories. Yep. Make it, make it an evening. Warn them go. that there's some off-color humor going yeah. into it. Yeah. Or if they're, your, if they're your friends and you are like some of us, they're already going to know. They're already going to be, do, yeah, they'll be fine with it. So, yeah, you know. But, uh... Yeah, yeah if, I think that is the perfect way to actually recommend it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Do it with some friends. Do Drink it with your loved ones. a little bit if you can. Yeah. If you have children, make them leave the room. Send them to bed. They don't need to see it. If Send you them raise them camp. right, they won't get the bad jokes. Send so. them to military school. That's one thing I got to say about this movie. Normally, when you watch a movie from your childhood and there's more adult humor in it mm-hmm. that you missed, it's funny as an adult. Right. This time, the adult jokes are just the worst shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the dumb jokes are the better jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, that wraps up another edition of Video City Podcast. Joe, Tra- what do we got oh, coming next? Oh, no, it's Travis. What do we got coming next? Yeah, we're going to throw this one to Travis. T- oh, are we? Terrific, Travis. I mean, really, this is, it's Brent's choice, but we're just throwing it around. Oh, okay, yeah. What we got coming up next? What we have coming up next is going to be uh, one of Fred Willard's most accurately rated bad movies. <laughs> that was great. An iconic performance, truly, by both Fred Willard and Travis. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Video City. Bye! Next time on Video City. That dude was surprisingly old. Wayne Major Static? Duker? Yeah. No, no Wayne Static. No. <laughs> Stop trying to talk about this shitty movie, Travis. We're talking about important things. Static X.